1: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life, it's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to me Head Test Kitchen, the podcast where we answer the question, how the fuck do I do this?
0: (laughs) We are here for you. Yeah.
1: Uh, Today, we're going to discuss a topic that can either make you love or hate going to the grocery store, buying produce. Um, Why is it a pain in the ass? Um, It's worth the effort. It's a pain in the ass that's worth the effort. It really is. Um, We'll we'll explain why. Um, How to know when your food is ripe, because when it comes to the guessing game of, is this watermelon ready? Most of the time we lose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that (laughs) sucks when you've got so much rind and very little watermelon.
1: Uh we're also going to give you some tips and tricks on buying produce at your local grocery store. We got you. You're going to be a veggie buying master in no time. Yes. Personal experience. I did work in a produce department at a grocery store. Yes. So like, we've got you. We did the research. We're going to talk about all the shit. We're We're not going to cover every
0: vegetable. No. but we can put together a more comprehensive list of their stuff that you have that you we didn't cover or don't cover in this episode. You can always shoot us an email at hello@testkitchen.com. Yes. So. Why it can be a pain in the ass, but worth the effort. Uh, Figuring out what's perfectly ripe and ready to eat is difficult if you don't know what to look for. And we are going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, we want to talk about some of the other things that suck about buying produce.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's underripe or it's overripe. If Mm. it's underripe, there are things you can do to get your fruit or your veggie to ripen to perfection at home in Mm. just a day or two. Usually involves a paper bag, some special ripening bags that you can buy on Line. each fruit and vegetable is a little different so you're gonna have to google the ripening techniques for yourself um if you run across an avocado that's hard as tits which it happens give it
0: 30 minutes and no I'm just kidding no um, and then but, it will be rotten
1: yeah the, dude seriously the window <laughs> of perfection for avocados is so small like yeah can't cut it can't cut it can't cut it I'm beautiful. cut it ready. right now I'm Fuck fucking you. rotten <laughs> You're going to cut me open and I'm brown, bitch. Um, if, you're, if your avocado is hard as tits, you can try putting it in a paper bag with a ripe banana. Hint, yes. hint. Yes.
0: Try placing it in that bag, but here's why you want to do that. So ripe bananas contain a natural plant hormone called ethylene. I took a horticulture class, and this is one of the tests that we did. Yes. We put a flower, actually, in just by itself in water and enclosed it by itself. We put another flower, same type, in a vase with water with a ripe banana in it and you want to guess which flower wilted faster the one with the banana because of ethylene yep. this triggers ripening in natural fruits so the paper bag traps the ethylene gas that's produced by the fruit and speeds up the ripening process
1: this also works with apples yes um peaches i believe pears yep. like anything that needs to be a softer flesh um yes. so when something is overripe, is it bad to eat That depends on the food. Um, Overripe bananas are perfect for baking, but Mm -hmm. you have to know the difference between overripe and rotten. Yeah. Um, Again, Google is your friend.
0: Overripe, it's going to be, like have some like speckling of brown Uh in the peel. If it's black and has shriveled, it's rotten. So, Okay. If you have fruit flies, it's rotten.
1: You ready for our first tangent story of the podcast? Here we go. Uh, number one. All right. So the guy that does the voiceover for the beginning of our podcast, he's our friend Jake. Yes. And there is a long running joke in our group of friends with Jake and his death metal bananas. Because every time I go to Jake's house, he's got a thing of bananas on the rack and they're all fucking black.
0: Yeah. Yep. I'm using them for banana bread, bro. They're dead. They, you need to throw those away. If it is liquid inside of that peel, throw it away. If
1: it is reduced in volume by like 30% and looks like a fucking sunburnt old person, like <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> throw the banana away. You're not making bread with that shit. It is long gone. <laughs> is, Vaya con Dios, man. It's not
0: even going to kind of taste good. No. It is not adding flavor to the destination. At that point,
1: you're just making alcohol. Uh,
0: right. Like you're
1: fermenting it to turn it into (laughs) booze like some fucking toilet banana vodka or some shit going on in your house yeah sorry jake i love you (laughs) note that i do
0: not have my emotional support gertrude napkin napkin. um so (laughs) we'll have to grab one when we switch the camera yes (laughs) uh ultimately nobody wants to waste food okay but remember the saying if i'm if when in doubt throw it out um Food poisoning isn't fucking fun.
1: No, food poisoning is one of the few times I've literally wished for death outside of like wanting to I've actually take it. my own life. Food Ooh. poisoning is terrible.
0: I've only had food poisoning one time. Oh, so and funny. I was in kindergarten or first grade and my mom told me not to eat the bologna that was in the fridge.
1: But like, you're a rebel and you and said, fuck that. I don't smell It smelled to funky anyone. and it had
0: turned gray when it's normally pink. And I made a sandwich with it anyway, and projectile vomited in art class. Then I felt fine, and the teacher told me that I had to go home, even though I felt fine. Don't do that. <laughs> if it's moldy, don't cut the stuff off and eat no, it. No, no. L- like,
1: yeah, <laughs> some cheese comes with mold in it, but yeah. if half your brick of cheese is covered in mold, throw the shit throw away. Throw away. Um, I got food poison. The most recent time I had food poisoning was like... Six years ago is when we still lived in PR. We came yeah. back for Thanksgiving and we do Wild Turkey Wednesday, so we mm-hmm. did Wild Turkey Wednesday and we went out and had chicken wings at the bar. My chicken wings weren't cooked Mm-mm. all the way, and I didn't realize it. Yikes! And uh, I almost had to cancel my Friday flight because I was ass pissing my life away. Oh, uh, Yeah, <laughs> ass pissing my ass-pissing. life away. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <It> <laughs> welcome can- to the quality content <laughs> of Me Head Test <laughs> Kitchen. We start you season are three w- next week. Welcome.
0: <laughs> it can be useful to also understand the produce ripening process. Yes. So let's fucking get nerdy for a couple moments, because please. You
1: don't know what you don't know, yes. and it's only a few common sense little things yeah. that will help change the game for you when it comes to buying food. Because yes. food is fucking expensive yes. and nobody likes to waste their money. Exactly. Um ripening is a set of processes that happen from the later stages and growth of development of a fruit or a vegetable um, until it's ready to be consumed so the firmness of the flesh typically softens the sugar content can rise and acid levels are reduced so this is going to apply to fruit you're talking about any fruit Mm -hmm. apples peaches tomatoes avocados yes Yes, they're vegetables but they're fruit yes it has a seed in it it's a fruit fruit. Uh, potato is a vegetable Mm -hmm. you don't have seeds in your potatoes cucumbers they're a fruit Yes. We could talk about this all day, but anyway.
0: Tomatoes are fruit.
1: Yes. Um, so aroma volatiles are released, and that's why um, people will tell you that if you sniff a certain fruit to try to gauge the ripeness, this is why they'll say that. Sometimes it works. Peaches. Sometimes it doesn't. Strawberries, yeah. And yeah. at the end of the ripening process, the true flavor of the fruit develops. That's when the fruit is going to be at its best quality. It's going to be the juiciest. It's going to be the sweetest. It's going to be the softest before it goes rotten. Yes. Um, the color of your fruit is going to typically darken. The skin and flesh will often and the green background color will fade.
0: Yes. So back to ethylene again, we're going to bring this up one more time. That's the gaseous plant hormone that plays a part in important role in producing the ripening inducing the ripening process for many fruits. Um an unripe fruit generally has low levels of ethylene as the fruit matures ethylene is produced as a signal for the fruit ripening to happenings. So ethylene production continues to increase though after harvest thus decreasing fruit shelf life, storability cap- uh, capacity and increasing its susceptibility to pathogen attacks.
1: So when you hear conversation we're going to talk about food science stuff for a hot yeah. second and if you don't believe it, us, that's fine. We can post the backing evidence and stuff on our, our show notes later. Yeah. But um, when you buy fruit commercially from the grocery store, it's not as good as if you grew it at home because they have to pull it early because of ethylene. Yes. So they actually pick it when it's underripe. Mm -hmm. And it'll hopefully get to you at peak ripeness. Yes. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. A tomato that you buy from the grocery store is not going to taste as good as a tomato that you pick out of your garden because you're going to pick that garden tomato the same day and eat it at its peak ripeness. That one at the grocery store is going to sit on the shelf for a couple of days to a week. Yes. Like, so... Uh, there's a lot of misinformation and stuff when it comes to how you get your food and how your food is packaged and the sci- the actual science behind food. There's, there's so much fucking misinformation on yeah. TikTok and Instagram these days. Follow Food Science Babe. She has an actual degree in food science. Like she's who we follow. Mm -hmm. Like we suggest you follow who the people that you listen to follow. Like we're not telling you to follow everyone we follow, but like if we're following them as a credible source, you should probably be checking out what they have to say too. For sure. Like one of those things, if you like our brand of bullshit, you're going to like their (laughs) brand of bullshit. Um, (laughs) But there's just so much misinformation out there with how your food is packed and all the things like people use scare tactics for all reasons to take advantage of people and get their money.
0: While we're on that (gasps) topic um, that also applies to organic produce yes. versus just regular ass produce. Yes. They're marking it up for a reason because they're telling you that it's grown a specific way and there aren't pesticides used and blah, 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 blah. And it can be. That can be true, but that's usually going to be the most true for a mom and pop farm stand. The stuff that you're buying organically in the grocery store isn't necessarily always 100% of the time going to be that case. And
1: I am Googling organic fruit and vegetable legal standards right now. We're going to pull this directly from USDA.gov. Organic 101, what does the organic label mean? Produce can be called organic if it's certified to have grown on soil that had no prohibited substances applied for three years prior to harvest. Prohibited substances include most synthetic fertilizers and pesticides most most keyword there is most not all yep just because you're buying organic doesn't mean you're getting pesticide the
0: way free. that it's marketed is that it's pesticide free and that isn't necessarily true yes
1: now they go on to say in instances when a grower has to use a synthetic substance to achieve a specific person purpose, the substance must first be approved according to criteria that examine its effects on human health and the environment. Mm -hmm. Now that's another thing that's a moving target. It might be okay for us today, but five years from now, it might be, they might consider it, you know, something else. So not again, not to like scare anybody. We want you to be informed, right? Just know what you're buying because you're paying extra money for that organic product. And it's not necessarily actually 100% organic. The same goes for the meat. The same yes. goes for any package product that yes. is organic. If you want to buy organic because you like it, that's fine. That's We're not totally telling fine. you not to, but like, for as much as people don't feel
0: shamed into having to feel like you have to spend more money on something that's organic when you can literally do a baking soda and water bath and clean your vegetables and you're going to be fine.
1: Also though, like people bastardize GMOs so much (sighs) without actually knowing what what they are genetically modified organisms. You eat genetically modified organisms every day. That's how they can grow corn in India. Yep. Because of genetically modified organisms. Like, that's another thing that's a whole fucking conversation for another day I want to have someone on about GMOs we're gonna fucking talk about that get nerdy about um, food science but anyway, maybe we get her on to yeah. we talk about it. But yeah, so like p- for as much as people talk shit about GMOs, it's like organic is just as fucking nefarious. Yes. Yeah. So like know what you're getting. We're not That's, saying don't use either of them. Obviously, you have to fucking eat something.
0: Do, do what <laughs> is best for you. Yes. Just make informed decisions. That's just what we're always going to tell you. Yeah. That's just like the word process. I actually went on a tangent on a live last week. I did one like midday. It's one of those terms, again, that is just like going around the fucking internet. And I don't think that people understand (laughs) everything that you consume is processed. The water that you drink from your tap is processed. The water you drink from a bottle is processed. Anything that is not that picking a tomato off the plant is a form of processing it. Let's just stop feeling scared about shit and getting stressed out about stuff when it really doesn't detrimentally affect you. Right. Everything that's processed isn't equally processed, if that makes any sense.
1: Also, stop fucking policing what other people are eating. No
0: shit. Just fucking, <laughs> you don't know their their financial means, any allergies they might have, their yeah. food fucking preferences. You Just fucking know. eat what you like. And if you have questions or need direction, either we can answer it or find information or point you in the right direction. Yeah. You don't need to be stressed about fucking eating food. No. You have to eat it.
1: Yeah. We all need it. (laughs) Find some you like, and that is Uh, relatively good for you and nutritious. And there
0: was tangent number two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But (laughs) anyway, we're back now. Hello. Um, So like, let's focus on the here and now though, which brings us to the next question that people have. How do I know if the thing is ready to eat?
0: (laughs) So we compiled a list of a lot of the common things that we buy produce and uh, just produce wise.
1: Pretty mainstream stuff.
0: Yeah. So some typical, some of the Typical fruit that you'll be looking at in stores are going to kind of be like this. So watermelon, for example, you're going to look for smooth skin or rind that's pretty dull. You don't want it to be super slick, if that makes any sense. It's not going to be shiny, like I was thinking slick, like the lights are shining Mm -hmm. off of it. It shouldn't be as shiny as you would think it should be. It'll
1: have a sheen, but it's not going to like sparkle.
0: Yes. There you go. It ends, um, its end should be full and rounded and the bottom or the belly Of the watermelon often goes from white to creamy yellow as it ripens.
1: That's called the ground spot. Yes. That's where it sits
0: in the dirt. Uh So when it
1: gets yellow, that's when you know it's ripe. You don't have to sniff it. You don't have to knock on it. it. Just flip it over. The knock test
0: isn't a great indicator to me.
1: No, (laughs) not really. And size. People are like, oh, well, this one's going to be better than this. Or this (laughs) one's going to be better than that. Or that one's just bigger because it's got seeds in it. And this one's smaller because it's not.
0: Right, exactly. Got
1: seeds in it. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I love seeded watermelon. It's just you get more of it. Yeah. I'll I'll work to the fucking seeds if I I get more watermelon. I
0: do love watermelon. (laughs)
1: Dude, now I want watermelon. It's hot and I want watermelon. Right? Damn it. Um, strawberries. Strawberries are like the hardest. They're my favorite fruit, but they're the yes. hardest fucking fruit to shop for in the grocery store because nine times out of 10, you get to the middle of that box and there's a fucking moldy mm-hmm. berry in there.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's worse. That's why I'm yeah. growing them in my backyard. <laughs> um, if you want ones with bright red color, a natural shine, these ones are going to look kind of glossy. Yes. The, the more healthy they are, the glossier and like very bright, like think Taylor Swift Fire Engine red lipstick color. Yeah. Like that's the color red you want your strawberries to be. They should be plump, but not too soft with no signs of mold. If they don't ripen once they're picked, they'll, stip, they'll usually, or they don't ripen once they're picked um, and they'll typically stay fresh for two to three days in the fridge. The longest they keep, if you're lucky, is about seven days.
0: Yep. And that's in the fridge and not cutting the tops off. You want to leave yeah. the tops intact to keep the juices intact and keep that berry juicy.
1: Yes. And if you want to use them and they're kind of soft, you can always cut them, macerate them, which is putting them with a little bit of sugar and then freeze them and use them in that way. Yeah. Um, But if you want like a fresh ripe berry, yeah, keep them them in the fridge and make sure that they are not around any moldy berries. If you get home and you pick them apart and you find a moldy berry, but none of the other ones are, pull that moldy berry out, throw it away, and then just let the rest of them ride.
0: Yep, exactly. Um, Bananas. So... I understand that people don't like underripe bananas. Totally get it. But you do want to buy them green. Yes. One, they're going to last longer for you. So when the peel turns yellow with hints of brown, they're ready.
1: And that's usually like a day or two after you exactly. buy them anyway. Yep.
0: They'll be they'll be fragile and bruise easily when they're ripe. So if you hang them in a cool area in your kitchen, they have those convenient little banana hangers. They should stay fresh for up to a week. Not 10 days, not 14, and certainly not 21. Again, the shriveled Death, death bananas. metal bananas. We're
1: going to have to make a t-shirt. It says death metal <laughs> bananas.
0: Just shriveled banana.
1: This is Just fucking like a old turd. banana with like Swedish death metal fucking makeup on. Throwing the devil horns. Yes. Oh, stupid ideas <laughs> on our podcast. You love it. Um. Yeah. So like avocados they're also difficult to pick um they're another one of those that you f- if you want to make sure your avocado is actually good when you're ready to eat it pick it when it or get it from the grocery store when it's underripe. it's worth the yeah. day or two yep. to make it ripe and then throw it in the fridge um but the easiest way to tell that an avocado is ready for immediate use is to gently squeeze the fruit in the palm of your hand it's ripe ready to eat fruit will um give it'll give a little bit but you're not going to be able to like put a finger you're not going to push
0: your through your thumb through it yeah yeah it'll be i kind of explain this the same way with peaches. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be super firm cuz it's probably not going to be as juicy, but if you press gently, not like fucking dig your thumb in there like you're gouging an eyeball out, but you just kind of
1: yeah, if you like ball your hand like if you're watching us on the YouTube version of the podcast. This is why you should. Uh, if you ball your hand and push on it, it'll it'll give to pressure, but still be kind of firm. That's yes. what you're kind of looking yes, for.
0: Exactly. It's like
1: the rareness of a steak. If you have yeah. to test that. Yeah. Um.
0: So again, now we're at peaches. Yes. <laughs> These... Millions
1: of peaches.
0: Peaches for me. I didn't know that
1: was a fuck song for so no. long in my life, dude. What peaches? That's a fuck. Oh, dude. I'm moving the, to the country. Gonna eat me lots of peaches. No, the song.
0: Peaches come in a can. They were put there by yes, a man. It's a
1: fuck song.
0: How is that a fuck song?
1: Gonna move to the country or move into the country? Gonna eat me lots of peaches.
0: Well, why does he reference canned peaches? I'm, I'm pretty, so I'm fucking pretty sure it's a fuck right song. Right is peaches
1: a fuck song. Let's oh my see. god,
0: you're gonna learn something new today, everybody. You definitely
1: are. No, not fuck the pain away. I know. Fuck. The that's pain what I was away. like. Is the artist.
0: <laughs> no, I the know. I <laughs> The one by President. Peaches the artist.
1: The one by presidents of the United States of America. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a fuck song. It's about eating, e-
0: eating Peaches beef. come from a can. They were put there by a See, man. now this
1: one goes first theory. It's just a song about how peaches are great. Perhaps a little commentary about how natural peaches In are better a factory than cans. downtown. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's about, about about going down on ladies, okay. but anyway. Well,
0: um, <laughs> I thought you meant peaches fuck the pain away. I'm like, oh, yes, that's yes. definitely no. a fuck song. <laughs> peaches we trust. I love her. God damn. So peaches, the fruit, yes. uh, are ripe when they are picked. So kind of, t- <laughs> they're not going, they're going to continue to ripen a little bit, but unlike strawberries, they're they're ripe when they're picked. So yeah. avoid the rock hard ones. That's what I was talking about earlier. And I'm not talking about dicks again. I'm talking about peaches. <laughs> if they are dicks just firm, put them in a paper bag that we mentioned earlier. Um, They should get soft and juicy in a few days. And when they are, put them in the refrigerator. Again, the refrigerator is your friend for a lot of your produce. It's true. Um, Where they should stay fresh for up to three to five days.
1: I just, I just sit here thinking to myself,
0: like, we're,
1: we're, (laughs) someone gave us a podcast.
0: I, and I just kept cruising on by you I are welcome s- s- just giggling
1: about dicks sorry <laughs> dicks are never not gonna be funny I don't care I don't care the dicks world is literally ending never and dicks and funny. farts are still funny it's fine <laughs> uh pineapple pineapple is another really difficult one a because it's expensive b because we don't live in a place where pineapples are native so we don't really know how to pick them for shit yeah um also pineapple is one of those things that I was talking about earlier where Okay, I just wanted to make sure that's what that was. Um, I, it's one of those things where um, we don't get them natively, so they have to pick them when they're underripe and ship them to us. Yes. So um, you have to kind of know how to pick a winner when you're at the grocery store because your window of time after you bring it home is very small. Yeah. Um, it's ready if it's slightly firm with a sweet smell, yellow skin, and deep green leaves on top. Yellow, It'll last yellow. Skin. People like to get the dark gold to brown. Your, your pineapple is already going bad. That thing is fermenting into alcohol at that point. Yep. Um, the bottom nub, like when you flip a pineapple over and it's like the butt hole butthole of the pineapple. Thank it's, you. Yeah, it's like our the butthole of the pineapple. Our, our one brain cell is fucking Woohoo. jiving today. Um, the butthole of the pineapple should not be moldy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this goes on TikTok, because I'm putting this on a fucking demo reel for some job in my future, probably. The butthole of your pineapple should not be moldy. It should be, like, this white, like, opaque should be color. It should
0: be a bleach butthole.
1: You glossed over the dick joke but pineapple butthole. <laughs>
0: It shouldn't be moldy. It should be it bleached. Should, yes, it
1: shouldn't be moldy. Um, if you flip your pineapple over and its anus is moldy, you need to put that pineapple back on the shelf because produce person needs to come take it and throw it in the garbage. Yes. Um, you can buy the pre-cut stuff, but it's unnecessarily expensive. It is. Um, you're, you're paying convenience. You're, you're paying out the ass for yep. convenience on that. That same pineapple that you could get for three they're going to charge you 6 or $7 for just because they cored it and took the skin off. Guess yeah. what? You can buy a thing that takes the skin and cords it for $10. Yeah. once, and then you never have to fucking pay for a $7 piece of pineapple again.
0: It's pretty sweet. Ah.
1: Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so peel it, slice it, put it in a covered container. Yes. Eat that damn pineapple unless it makes your mouth burn.
0: Yeah, because then it, you're drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um, apples. Apples are usually ripe when they're picked. Yes. Um, it's one of those that... Um, will sometimes get picked underripe, um, but apples last a little bit longer than any of the other fruits you're probably going to buy. Yeah, Stay away from ones that have soft spots, obviously. Um, and look for firm, smooth skin. They'll stay ripe for up to six weeks. I'm still laughing about pineapple. As butter. long as... Uh, the firm, the firmness stays intact. Um, as long as they're in a plastic bag in your fridge, again, it'll the kinda fridge
1: to get wilty as they go bad too. Yeah. If you're, you'll if get, your it'll start to wrinkly. like
0: pucker yeah. a little bit and, uh, get wrinkly.
1: Yeah. You don't want wrinkly
0: apples. You can um, turn those into applesauce, but you
1: could, yeah, you can still use those. They're not bad. They're just not going to be crispy for like yeah. raw consumption. So yeah, if you want to do like a baked apple or if you want to turn it into applesauce in the instant pot or some of that shit, like yeah. do it. Um, so that's fruit as for vegetables, which vegetables are a little less complicated. Yeah, I feel like they're more straightforward. Yeah. Um, garlic, you want to choose garlic that's plump, dry, and firm. Fresh garlic should be white to off white. Um, if it's starting to sprout. Yeah. It's already it's, past its prime. It's
0: gone. You can treat just garlic plant it. like
1: potatoes. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to eat a potato that sprouts. You don't want to if eat garlic want, like yeah. that either. If it starts
0: getting like little tubers on it would just fucking plant the potato at that point because it's growing yeah
1: same goes with onions <laughs> find firm onions with dry bright smooth outer skins it shouldn't have any mold there shouldn't be any weird dust on it mm-hmm. you want to avoid onions with cuts bruises or green sprouts because yep. again and that shit sprouting. is
0: subpar it is growing it is and you past should
1: it's prime put it
0: in the ground yeah.
1: When it comes to lettuce, the best way to pick a head of lettuce is to look for firm green heads with leaves that aren't wilty or slimy. Um, if the leaves are starting to pull away from the core of the lettuce, some some types of lettuce will do that. You'll be able to tell, though, if the arm of the lettuce is firm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like So if the stalks under par- if under the lettuce butthole, uh-huh. <laughs> if the arms from your lettuce's ass are strong, um, that means your lettuce is more fresh. If it starts to get a little wilty and you can kind of do this and it'll jiggle, your lettuce is starting to not be as good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you want to get ones that yeah again aren't wilty they're not slimy most of the lettuce you find in the grocery store is already going to be ready to go Mm because again vegetables you pick them when they're ripe and they will go yeah like they last a little bit longer most of the time than fruit um so you don't have to be super picky about your lettuce pretty much anything you get at the grocery store will be good um just make sure it hasn't been sitting there for too long by just checking the the i guess the integrity of the lettuce leaves on the outside to see if they're not wilty
0: Um, so potatoes, we already kind of talked about that, but when you're looking for the potatoes in the grocery store, make sure that they are clean, smooth, firm texture. You don't want them to be soft in any way. Nope. You don't want Uh, to be very clean. Those are going bad already at that point. Um, there shouldn't be any cuts, bruises, or discoloration. Um, occasionally you're going to get a potato in the bag that's got some rotten shit on the inside, but that's just, you know, that happens. Yeah. Um.
1: And there's going to be some dirt on your tomato or your potatoes every now and then too. I mean, that's the nature of the beast that literally come from the ground. So. Make Um, sure you're washing them. I don't know if people always wash their fruits or vegetables, but you should be. You
0: should be. Um, Tomatoes. Choose tomatoes with bright, shiny skins and firm flesh. Um, Tomatoes are probably one of the easier ones to know right away when they're starting to go bad. Yeah. Um, They'll get soft spots or they're just going to straight up start molding, probably from the top of the
1: tomato. Either the top of the tomato will start to get like this weird, I don't know how to explain it, I mean, it looks like a bruise, but you didn't drop it on anything. Right. Like the cell wall just starts to break down and liquefy, and it gets yeah. like this really weird darker red color, and yep. it just looks like you accidentally stuck your finger through the tomato. That means and your tomato not It's going to be anymore.
0: squishy there if you touch it. Yeah, it'll be all weird and uh, might smell kind of funky. You get gag noises too this episode. <laughs> uh, so broccoli, um, so the thing about broccoli is you're going to want to choose odorless broccoli heads that are bluish green in the florets yes and broccoli should be should pretty stink tightly when
1: you cook it but not when you buy it not
0: when you buy it um i encountered this the other day because we had some uh, family over and i bought a bag of pre-packaged it was like broccoli cauliflower oh, yeah, celery yeah. carrots the second i opened it i'm like this is needs to be eaten today yeah because you, you can it already tell the to, broccoli was farty yep Yep, it was fine for that day and it all got finished, but I was like, this is exactly what we're talking about.
1: Yep, this is starting to go. It yeah, smells like farts when you open the bag. does. Cauliflower, same thing. Like, choose cauliflower with compact, creamy white curds and bright green, firmly attached leaves. Those leaves should not be able to fall off when you pick no. your cauliflower up. Um, yeah. You want to avoid brown spots or loose sections that spread out. It's garbage day in my neighborhood. If you wonder what the fuck that was, uh, just to name a few things. That's just, that's just a short list. Um, yeah. We'll post a more comprehensive list in the show notes at me testkitchen.com, Cause we don't got all damn day.
0: Right. There's so <laughs> many, so many fucking options out there. There are. Um, So grocery store tips. Uh, Fresh vegetables are obviously fucking great if you can afford them. Um, And honestly, produce is one of those things, just like any other grocery you're going to buy, specifically meat that is just fucking skyrocketed. I mean, it's not getting cheaper. It's the shipping costs and all of that. Totally understand. But it's it's not easy for everybody to access or afford uh, fresh produce sometimes. So um, if you can't do that, it's not an option for you um, or they're not ripe or they're too ripe. It's like you're hitting a moving target again, and your groceries are, again, fucking expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's figure out how to get your vegetable on without breaking the fucking bank or wasting food.
1: So if the thought of buying fresh food or vegetable stresses you out, because I know there are people that just listen to the last, like, 30 minutes, and they're like, like dude, that's oh my too God, much fucking have- work. Yeah. Are you serious right now? <laughs> have no fear. You can still have a nutritious, vegetable-full, fruitful meal without having to fucking agonize over picking the perfect food. Mm-hmm. Um, just go for Frozen. Yep, you can find frozen vegetables at any grocery store, um, any different price range depending on if you get the steamer bag or if you just get the stuff that's frozen in the like the cheaper version in the plastic bag without yep. steamer bag. They're picked at peak ripeness. They're flash frozen, and you can thaw them, cook them, throw them into whatever you're making. You're not losing any flavor. You're not losing any enzymatic benefits from them being frozen. Yep, like freezing them is the best way to preserve fruit and vegetables in all of their peak ripeness. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and Honestly, that's not
1: opinion. That's scientifically backed. Like it, there's entire fucking studies about this. Shit. The
0: the cooking process is usually what breaks down or lessens mm-hmm. the uh, nutrient benefits of any produce.
1: I mean any food yeah. usually. Yeah. Like cooking again is processing it, so yeah. there's going to be degradation when you bring it from the actual raw product. It's exactly. just how it goes. It's
0: how it is.
1: It be that the law
0: way. Love the land. Yes. Uh shop sales. We've talked about this before. We did a whole entire fucking episode on grocery shopping. Um But it's worth repeating. So shop the sales, look for the coupons of the week, uh, make your menu menu revolve around the things that you can afford and that are accessible and cheap to you. It builds variety, it saves you money, and you fucking win. Yes. Period.
1: Yeah, saving, and it saves you time. Yes. Because you're not agonizing about what thing you're going to go pick up from the grocery store. You already have it all at home. You're just going to decide, well, what shit am I going to put together to make a meal today? Exactly. Far easier than actually like readying yourself to go to the grocery store. Because I don't know about you, but going to the grocery store for me is like a thing. I have to like mentally hype myself up for (sighs) screaming babies and old people.
0: Uh, or people that just have no fucking spatial awareness in any way, More shape, or fucking form. sense of
1: urgency, cabrona. Get the fuck Move, out of my way. I got bitch. shit to do. Get out the way. You don't get the whole goddamn aisle to buy eggs. Fuck.
0: And then when you're like roll, you just trying to roll down the aisle, oh, you can let me fit sneak by two ya. fucking carts down an aisle, Dude. okay? And then they look at you like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Well, if you hadn't fucking... Caddy cornered your goddamn cart across the whole fucking aisle. I wouldn't be looking at you, Brenda. Yeah, right? Sorry. This is why I
1: didn't go to the grocery store while I was on crutches. fucking irritates me. This is why I didn't go to the grocery store while I was on crutches after have surgery. have no clue. No, because either I was going to get run over by grocery carts while I'm trying to crutch through the grocery store, or I have to borrow the shitty store rascal scooter that I'm going to have to run into everybody because they don't get the fuck out of my way, even though I got a beepy on.
0: Yeah, a beep, like, beep. <laughs> I have
1: a fucking thing that beeps. Like literally bitch move get out the way it can be
0: stressful to go to the grocery store
1: it is i hate going to the grocery store that's what we're here
0: for (laughs) i also
1: used to work it once that might be why i hate it too but yeah picking foods that are grown locally can always be the best way to go Um, but always pick foods that are grown regionally when possible Mm -hmm. um a it's it's responsible economically it's responsible ecologically, mm-hmm. um, that's a way bigger conversation than what we're ready to have today on this right. podcast about ethical sourcing and all of this shit. Like I have friends that write about these things, mm-hmm. um, which we could totally talk to them about. But try to always go with things that are grown as local as possible. A, because it's going to give you the best product. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the most fresh. It's going to be like everybody wants to know where their food comes from because it's important. Yeah. You'll know where your food comes from if it's sourced somewhere locally. It's going to show up to the store in a better shape. Because it's not coming from overseas mm-hmm. like your pineapples would from, you know, like if your pineapples are grown in Hawaii, they have to fucking get on a boat. They're not air yeah. traveling fucking dole pineapples right. from Hawaii to California. <laughs> like those bitches are on happening. a boat and that shit takes weeks to get to the mainland. Right. Like, so if you can find something that's local, do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cost-effective. Yes. You're helping local it's farmers out. stimulating your
1: local economy, exactly. which is always a good thing.
0: Hell yeah. Um, if you can find a veggie stand or an online co-op group, that's a great way to have local fresh produce without spending a ton of money.
1: And you can find these on Facebook. You can yeah. find them on any social media. They have actual, you can just Google like local veggie co-op for your city and you'll be able to find some sort of a website or something yeah. that will point you in the right direction. For sure. Um, and you can always grow your own. Yeah. I There's mean, that's them. really easy. Uh, if you are in an urban space, so are we. We mm-hmm. use green stalks. They grow up instead of out. Um, mm-hmm. They're really convenient. Like, I could put my egg science hat on and get really nerdy about how to grow your own shit if yeah. you wanted to. We can do that sometime, but we're not going to do that right now because we're trying to finish this shit up because I got to go to PT. <laughs> so, <laughs> growing your own is always an option. Like, urban farming is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, and it's therapeutic. People yep. are like, "Why do you garden? So I don't murder."
0: Right, <laughs> gardening and I get over to murder. Their results exactly. Win win. Exactly. I cannot wait to make some salsa with your frickin' tomatoes, dude. You
1: should see all the peppers
0: in the backyard. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. So there you have it. It's MTK's suggestions on shopping produce. I, for one, love grocery shopping. Aside from people, um, I like doing it online. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. I really do love shopping produce specifically. It always reminds me, especially like seasonal fruits and veggies, or like going to a produce stand. It always reminds me of like coming and visiting my grandparents in Nebraska, mm-hmm. and like getting super excited to have farm fresh peaches. Like it just, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it brings up memories. Nostalgic. nostalgic. There we go. Yeah. You know what?
1: I grew up with. I grew up with a grandfather that was a farmer in a small farming community. I took for granted all the amazing mm. fruits and vegetables I got to eat as a kid growing up because they were all fucking fresh as fuck from where I'm from because no. that's all we do in that shithole. Right. Grow shit. Uh, grow <laughs> shit, shit. And making meth. That's what they do in my part <laughs> of Iowa. Um, but yeah, you can you can find great options everywhere. Um, if you're on a budget, look at things like Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. They have a great local produce option most of the time pretty cheap Um, Aldi yes Aldi they're the same family yeah um so if you're weirded out by the fact of like a cheaper grocery store Aldi's totally fine
0: yeah it's not
1: gonna you're not gonna die because you bought your stuff at Aldi like buy wherever you can fucking afford to buy groceries from because they're fucking expensive get the best shit that you can that's what is important get the best shit that is available to you and make it work
0: and that's in your budget yes This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule a weekly video or phone session. So you won't ever have to sit In an uncomfortable waiting room, no one likes those, um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P slash M-T-K, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P.com MTK and get 10% off of your first month today. Um, make sure that you're going to hit up those show notes at MeatheadTestKitchen.com for a longer list as well as the, our show notes. Um, we also have all the sources that we use for this episode there. Um, that way you can save some time Googling instead of having googly eyes.
1: I mean, if you want to <laughs> Google things while you're taking a shit, you're more than welcome yes, to, but sure. we'll save you that effort. We also have merch at our shop, Heard at media at Media.com, Um or is it shop. Um or the shop link at Mm meatheadtestkitchen.com will take you there too. Uh, We've got programming, meatheadathletics.com. I've got a couple slots open on my roster for personal training and for nutrition coaching. If you are interested in that, get at me, Mm -hmm. meatheadathletics.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials, Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for Twitter. We're MTK staff, but really none of us should be on Twitter at this point anyway. (laughs) For mental health reasons.
0: Yes. Uh, What
1: what a shit show. If you left Twitter five years ago, good for you. Good
0: on you. Damn. Make sure that you are always comfortable sending us an email at meatheadtestkitchen.com. And you can also follow our personal socials on Instagram at Meathead Sadie, at Meathead Sasha. That's Sasha with a U-S-A-U-S-H-A. Sadie, S-A-D-I-E. Yeah. Be fucking nice. Please. MTK.
1: Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.